Welcome to Pre-K Spot Talks. I am Melissa, your host and the founder of Pre-K Spot, the spot for early childhood educators to open up their teaching. I am your guide down the open-ended child-led teaching path, and together we will explore strategies and ideas so that you may open up your teaching to less stress, more engagement, and an overall joyful child-led classroom. Hello, hello, educator friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pre-K Spot Talks. I'm your host, Melissa May, and today in Season 5, Episode 3, we are going to jump ahead a little, but getting ahead of some planning and some ideas on being thankful and some ideas for teaching this to children. Of course, we are not going to just talk about being thankful during this season, This is usually when it starts for me, but it is absolutely something that we practice all throughout the year. Think back. Remember when young Jack gave you that slightly squished crumbly cookie with a grin as wide as the horizon and said, it's for you because you're his bestest teacher. Or when little Emma wrapped a dandelion in a piece of paper, handed it over and whispered, it's her favorite flower for her favorite person. That's early gratitude, right there. The sweet innocence of early childhood, where thank you isn't just a phrase, but a feeling that bursts forth in a myriad of heartwarming ways. Now, as we like to do, just a tiny smidge of science. Did you know that by the age of four, children start developing an understanding of being thankful? It's like planting a tiny seed in their vast cognitive garden. And just like any other plant, It needs nurturing, care, sunlight, and tons of love. I stumbled upon a fantastic piece of research by Sarah Algo. She described gratitude as the glue that binds people together in relationships. And guess what? This glue begins its sticky journey pretty early on. I often imagine gratitude as this warm golden balloon in our hearts Each act of kindness, every thank you, every moment of appreciation just fills it up more and more until it's so full that it floats up, uplifting our spirits. Now, how about a delightful little story from my own memory lane? Picture this, a room full of four-year-olds and a simple gratitude circle. The rule was simple. Mention one thing you're thankful for. Responses ranged from my teddy bear to my shoes to, you know, the air. And my personal favorite is when they mention family. I'm thankful for my little sister or my dog or my family. It's so pure. It's so unfiltered. And from the heart gratitude. These kiddos with their untamed hair and boundless energy remind me of the raw essence of thankfulness. It's not in the grand gestures but in the daily, seemingly small moments. So the next time that your little one hands you a hand-drawn picture with an unidentifiable shapes and vibrant splashes of color, know that it's his way of expressing gratitude. Or when another student shares her snack with a friend because sharing makes everyone happy, remember that's her tiny heart saying thank you to the world. Now, I know in some places you can't really share 
and make sure that if you're telling a child that they can't, that you're thanking them for the thoughts so that they don't lose their thankful. So let's remember that gratitude isn't just an emotion. It's an adventure starting from the cradle. So let's embark on this journey together and discover the magic that unfolds. Now, as we said before, thankfulness comes up a lot during the late fall and Christmas season, or I'd say the the holiday season, basically November, December. It doesn't have to be that way. A Thanksgiving, a day that's more than just the mouthwatering aroma of yummy turkey and pumpkin pies, it's our annual pit stop, our little reminder to express and celebrate gratitude. I found this memory of being in Mrs. Connor's kindergarten class. Every Thanksgiving, she would have this thankful tree in class. Everyone got a paper leaf to jot down something that they were grateful for, and the tree by the end of the day was a mosaic of kiddo thoughts. Mom hugs my toy truck, rainbows, pancakes. You know, I'm sure we've all done some version of this, whether it just be thoughts on chart paper or turkey feathers put together to make a beautiful turkey with all of the kids' words. Isn't it? It's just the sweetest. It's such a simple activity, but the treasures it unveils, it became an annual tradition, a Thanksgiving hallmark. You know, I know that the parents really love it. I loved it when I saw what my kids were thankful for. So I'm not saying let go of these things, but we need to do more than just these things. Thanksgiving is a grand stage for gratitude. Let's think about it like that, right? Like, let's not limit our appreciation to just the grand stage in that one day. Every day can be a mini Thanksgiving. So let's, let me show you some tips for that. First, gratitude jars. Imagine a jar where every day each child drops in a note about something they're thankful for. It can be a word, a drawing, anything. And on days when spirits seem low, pop open the jar and let the gratitude confetti spread its magic. Now with our little ones, if you're an early ed teacher and you're teaching preschool or pre-K, they're probably not writing these things. So my suggestion is just a check-in on this every once in a while. Maybe like once a week or you go, like throughout the week you check in with each child at least once to get just what they're thinking and something that they're grateful for in school or in life. And if you continue this for the first few months, you'll have a full jar. Another tip is let's tap into stories. There are so many books oozing with tales of gratitude. The Thank You Book by Mo Willems or Bear Says Thanks by Karma Wilson are really easily accessible ones. And we all know what reading and stories can do for teaching children. I also have included a list of 10 books that are about thankfulness and gratitude. They are linked in the show notes. So go ahead and grab that if you need it. I am also going to list them at the end of the episode. And another tip for practicing thankfulness and gratitude is role playing. Role playing is not just for drama class. Kids can enact scenarios, playing out moments of giving, receiving, and expressing thanks. It's gratitude and 3D action. Lastly, sprinkle the magic of thank you cards, not just for birthdays or special events, but just because. Thank you for being my friend or thanks for making me laugh today. It's amazing how a tiny card can bridge these hearts. We have every once in a while done these cards at closing circle. 
You know, I'll pick a few kids to make a card for somebody and then they can share their card at Closing Circle. Now, the card isn't always for unfriending class. We have done things like that before if necessary, but that one's kind of hard to keep up on. But, you know, even if it's a card for their mom, they get to share it. And just by sharing and having these moments, it keeps the thankfulness up. Um, And you don't even need to go as far as making a card. You can use and practice gratitude and thankfulness during Closing Circle every single day. My principal also does this during our PDs. We always start with, you know, a share. And uh, we always end with something that we were thankful for and that we learned during the PD. And by us practicing as teachers, it really starts to creep into the classroom as well. And let's remember this, my friends. Gratitude is not a station that we arrive at, but a manner of traveling. Let's embark on this journey, making every pit stop count and every mile memorable. And now, as we chug along, get ready to dive deeper into making gratitude an everyday thing. Because, hey, why limit the magic to just one day? Hold on to your gratitude hats, and let's keep this gratitude train going. As we pull into the station, we're going to focus on the big picture, making gratitude not just an act, but a mindset. Oof, do I love that so much. How much have I feel like I've been preaching lately about mindset? Play is a mindset. Growth mindset is a mindset. Everything is really, it starts with the mental, and I truly believe that. I want you to visualize this. Imagine your brain as this vibrant garden, okay? And every thought and every emotion is a seed. Now, in this garden, gratitude isn't just the seasonal flower. No, sorry. It is the perennial plant, one that can bloom throughout the year with the right care. And the best part, the more gratitude plants you have, the more they spread, making your garden a sanctuary of positivity. Ever heard of Dr. Robert Emmons? He's a renowned gratitude researcher. And yes, that's totally a thing. If you can make any online business, you can make any research. Research. He found that folks who actively practice gratitude are happier less depressed, and even physically healthier. Whoa. Gratitude isn't just a feel-good emotion. It's good for our overall well-being. And I feel like, again, this is something that we know. This is not groundbreaking or new information. I feel like it's something that we need to just kind of remind ourselves of every once in a while. At least I know that's what it's like for me. Now let's translate this to our little ones in our early childhood settings. Think of them as these budding gardeners ready to sow seeds of positivity, but they look to us for the tools and the seeds. So how do we make gratitude a daily rhythm? One word, rituals. No, not the elaborate kind. Simple, everyday moments that anchor gratitude, like a gratitude circle during morning meetings where everyone shares a tiny win or a joy from the previous day, or like I had mentioned before, the way we do it in closing circle. Or imagine ending the day with a gratitude song, a melodic wrap-up celebrating all the things big and small. Because remember, in a play-based classroom, routine and rituals are the structure. They are the backbone. But here's the secret sauce. The secret sauce is authenticity. Kids, 
as we all know, have an incredible radar. They can pick up genuine emotions. So let's ensure that our gratitude rituals are real. They're felt and that they're lived. Remember, you don't have to model gratitude and thankfulness for big things. It can be gratitude for to your assistant for throwing something away. It can be gratitude to a child for trying to help another child, whether they are successful or not. So authentic gratitude is like the organic fertilizer in our garden metaphor. It helps those gratitude plants flourish. I once visited a school where before snack time, kids would take a moment to thank everything that brought that meal to them. Thank you, son, for helping the veggies grow. Thank you, farmers. Thank you, cooks. It was a simple pause. It wasn't grace and it wasn't a prayer. It was just a simple pause along that track. But the ripple effect that it created was amazing. So here's my challenge to you. Let's be intentional gardeners. Sow the seeds of gratitude daily, nurture them, fertilize them, and watch as they transform our environments into lush, positive sanctuaries. And as always, I'm here to support you and I am rooting for you. So there you have it. We have talked about great ways of incorporating thankfulness and gratitude into your daily lives so we're not just celebrating it during the November-December holiday seasons. Of course, go for it. Do all those super fun, thankful activities and really dive deep into it now because it is still early in the year. It is a great place to get started. Just my challenge for you is to make sure that you're doing it all the time after this. Once you've sort of opened the floodgates, Let it keep flowing. And as I promised, I have a list of 10 books for you about being thankful and gratitude. They're not all Thanksgiving related. There's one or two Thanksgiving related ones, but we all know that there's plenty of books out there easy to find that are related to Thanksgiving if you want that specifically. These are more about being thankful and gratitude. So number one, one of my top favorites, The Thankful Book by Todd Parr. Parr's colorful illustrations and simple text remind kids of the everyday things that we have to be thankful for. Number two is Grateful, A Song of Giving Thanks by John Buccino. This is a beautifully illustrated book that's actually a song celebrating the gift of life. Number three is Thanks a Million by Nikki Grimes. This is a poetic book containing 16 original poems that focus on giving thanks. Number four is another one of my favorites, Bear Says Thanks by Karma Wilson, one of my favorite book series. In this sweet story, Bear wants to share a meal with his friends, but has an empty cupboard. However, his friends come to the rescue, each bringing something to share. Number five, An Awesome Book of Thanks by Dallas Clayton. This is a whimsical, whimsical, joy-filled book that uses imaginative illustrations to express gratitude for both big and small wonders in life. Thank you, another one of my favorites, Thank You, Omu, by Oge Mora. In this heartwarming story, Omu shares her delicious stew with her neighbors, and in return, they show her gratitude in various touching ways. Number seven, Giving Thanks, More Than 100 Ways to Say Thank You, by Ellen Surrey. This book offers kids a variety of ways to express their gratitude with a focus on actions as well as words. Number eight, Before We Eat, From Farm to Table by Pat Brisson. 
This book emphasizes being thankful for everyone who plays a part in putting food on our tables from farmers to truckers. Number nine, Gracias, Thanks by Pat Mora. In a series of poetic sentences, a young biracial boy recounts the everyday moments of gratitude from the early morning sun to the, sim, uh, the stimulating story time, showcasing a heart full of appreciation. And finally, number 10, Splat the Cat, Thanks for the Turkey by Rob Scotton. Splat has to write an essay for school on what he's thankful for. And while he initially thinks it's going to be easy, he soon realizes that there's so much in his life to appreciate. So I hope you enjoyed these thankful tips. We're getting a little bit ahead of the game here, right? It's mid-October. You can start planning now for November to start and launch your thankful and gratitude routines and rituals for your classroom for the remainder of the year. And um, that is it for this episode. We will see you in the next one. And until then. Music